All right. Uh, welcome to Real Estate Success. I'm your host, Mina Badros. I'm here today with Al Stasek. Uh, Al has uh, been around the industry and has done a lot in the industry uh, over some time. Uh, he was uh, a rock star rookie agent at Century 21, a Hall of Famer at Remax, uh, built his own brokerage and is now an icon agent and team leader at EXP Realty. Plus, he helps uh, supports and partners with thousands of agents, 12,000 and counting now in our uh, growing community of Honey Badger Nation. Al, uh, great to have you here. and Thank you for your time. Thank you, Mina. Always love hanging out with you and, uh, and, and, and learning and collaborating with you, my friend. I appreciate it. Likewise, wish we had more time. Um, Al, I'd love for the people to get to know you uh, as a person. So w- without mentioning any professional accomplishments, can you tell us who is uh, Al Stasek? Sure. Yeah. So I, I come from a, um, a very working class, blue collar uh, town and family. My folks both worked two jobs growing up. Um, and, um, you know, I, 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 I have to attribute any, you know, work ethic to, to just that, you know, they, they, they worked hard to give us a, a really good life, you know, um, again, you know, for sure, middle class, but you know, they, they managed because my dad, you know, he worked a union job. Uh, my mom worked night shift at, at a hospital and then she she waited tables at an Asian restaurant um, at night. And my dad, he would work, you know, the the, the dock on the docks um, during the day. And then he'd put his Century 21 gold coat out at night and, and go out and hustle real estate back in the 80s. And so I always watched them working hard um, and and. And because of that, I believe they set a great example for me of what hard work was. So I, you know, didn't obviously start out in in real estate. When I graduated from high school, I I went to Cleveland State University. Long story short, that wasn't for me. I just didn't see that that being my my path because I really didn't have any direction on where the path was going to take me. So I ended up going uh, sort of following my, my dad's steps. And I was working on the docks, different company. Eventually, that led me to being an over-the-road truck driver. After about a year uh, of, of uh, driving semi-truck, actually being transparent, I, I ended up buying my, my, my CDL, my commercial driver's license, illegally. <laughs> and because uh, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't afford the school. So this guy was selling them. Believe it or not, I, I actually bought my CDL, taught myself how to drive semi-truck, and, um, and did that. I drove all over the country, um, loved it at the time, but it's, it's kind of one of those things. It's a lonely, uh, I, I, I tip my hat to all the truck drivers out there because I'll tell you this, they're on the road. It is not an easy job. Yes. They're sitting there driving all day, but it's boring, you know, and, and you, you know, you got to stay alert out there because you could literally, you know, you have people's lives in, in, in your hands, literally, you know, uh, if you make one wrong turn. And so that sure. just wasn't for me long term. I ended up coming off the road trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And my dad was selling real estate. And back in the day in the 80s, I would go up to the Century 21 offices that he used to work out of. And and it made me not want to be a real estate agent. It was very rough. It was a in an environment of very male dominated everybody wearing suits, smoking cigarettes, drinking, swearing. It was not like the environment that we see, you know, in 2022, if you walk into a real estate office or whatever, uh, very different. 
So I really did not want anything to do with the real estate industry uh, coming up as a young, young man. But here I am. And in 2000, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, 1998, I got my real estate license and I began my journey of searching for the best way of growing a real estate business, earning a high income. Uh, fortunately, met some really great mentors and coaches along the way, which I latched on to and, and, and really just became a copycatter and just tried to model the success that I saw others do, which kind of like brought us to where we are today. Awesome. And now in, in a little bit, we're going to get to talking about all the various things you've done in real estate. But um, I know very recently you were at the EXP Con event and uh, you got to speak on stage. That's awesome. Um, what are what were some of your highlight moments uh, and also some of your takeaways from there that you're going to apply to your business? I did see your post, uh, by the way, about uh, boldness and deposits. Uh, I love that. But yeah, what, what were some of your highlight moments there and some of the takeaways that you're going to apply moving forward? So the, the highlight, I, um, and I didn't, by the way, I didn't read your questions and I, I kind of like rolling without reading, pre-reading okay. the questions <laughs> on interviews. And the reason is, is because I, I don't want to have to like try to like think of what I'm going to say. I like speaking from the heart. And, um, and what I'm going to say is this, the biggest takeaway because no one's actually asked me my biggest takeaway. This is my first time um, that someone's asked me. And it, it would be, I am so proud. I've always been proud of being part of this company since day one, five years ago. But I'm even more proud now, and here's why. Glenn Sanford, uh, our founder, stood up there and talked about how Success, which is one of the companies that we, we bought, uh, Success Magazine, is now spreading into the um, health, wellness longevity and even biohacking uh, um, uh, arenas said differently being healthy and living longer by not just eating right and exercise. Those are two that we've talked about for decades and decades. We know right. that if you eat right and eat healthy and exercise, you can live longer, but like diving deeper into it, into, you know um, the science behind living longer the science behind hormone replacement and and getting deeper tests done on uh, you know trying to fight the the seven most common diseases that kill kill us early basically and 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 it just it warmed my heart because Glenn stood up there and said because of the last twelve months of his research um, and and not just researching but actually putting it into action he just knocked I think seven years off of his actual life. And he just had a birthday a couple of days ago, actually. So he, his biological age has shrunk right. seven years the other way. And I just love the fact that, you know, it's not just about selling homes and it's not just about, you know, adding great agents and brokers and team leaders to the organization that I love about. And I'm sure you love that part about our organization as well. But right. my biggest takeaway is that we're going into all aspects of, of life with this organization. We're going into your personal growth and development. We're going into, of course, your business growth and development, which is what most companies do focus on. We're going into, into health. We have a health, amazing healthcare. Uh, uh, and now we're going into the biohacking, living longer, longevity, you know, uh, beating the odds to, so that we can enjoy the life that we're building longer. Right. I mean, if you don't have that, you can't do any anything else. Very true. <laughs> Very, Very much. True. Um, 
you, we were just saying you've done a lot of things in real estate. You know, you've been an agent, a coach, a team leader. Um, you know, now you, you support thousands of agents. Out of everything you've done, what has been the most meaningful or rewarding role for you personally? If there is one. Yeah. So the, the, I think that, that the most rewarding thing is yet to come. Uh, I have two teenage sons, uh, one of which I know wants to, you know, get into real estate right out of high school. Uh, that's my oldest Aiden. He's a senior this year. So I'm going to be really, really excited uh, to see him come up. So having said that though, I love seeing young people win in this industry. I love seeing the younger generation. I love seeing the, the agents that are in their, their, you know, early to mid to even late twenties and even early thirties. I love seeing them come up. I love seeing them innovate. You know, um, this week I'm actually going to be turning 49 years old. It's kind of crazy. I got one more year left in my forties. Happy early and, birthday. Oh, thank you. And, and <laughs> I was actually literally saying to Jay, um, on stage, I said, I said to him to some on stage, I said, when did we all of a sudden become the old guys in the room? Cause I just, I remember I was so proud at one point of my team. And when I was at Remax, I had a small real estate team before I, I, um, I ended up moving into an independent brokerage model. Um, I was like the young, I was the team lead. I owned the team Stasic group, but I was the youngest person on that team, you know, and I was all proud of that. And, and I remember, thinking differently than some of the older, older agents in the office and stuff like that and being innovative. So I love watching the younger generation come up. I love learning from them. Yes. They look at us and, you know, to us as mentors and, and look for the coaching and the training, which, you know, we, we love doing, but what I don't think that the younger generation realizes is that we learn us, our generation that is, let's call it 40 plus, are learning from the young generations about technology, about how to communicate differently. You know, mm. they, they just communicate differently, the younger uh, versus the, the, the mid generation and older generation. So that, yeah. that's probably what I'm most excited about. I, I've, I love seeing the young people win and bringing up, I love seeing them reaching down and pulling the, the others up and teaching them that make, makes me so excited uh, when I, when I see it happening in person. Yeah, that's it's true. I think the average age of a realtor is 50, uh, 50 plus or in the mid 50s. So, yeah, we're, we're all still young. Yeah, I tell people you're either young or young at heart, right? Well, um, hey, that means I'm below. I'm, <laughs> I'm still young. If the average age is 55, man, I'm still I'm still under that average. So I'll, I'll hold on to that for the next few years for sure. Yeah, you are, you are man. And uh, you, you look it, you live it, you know. Uh, so that, that's awesome. Um, what would you say is maybe the biggest thing or the thing that had the biggest impact on your real estate career? Like one thing you did or a turnaround. Yeah. Uh, it could be a mindset, an activity, uh, a practice that, that had the biggest yeah. impact. I mean, I can tell you right now, it's, it's an easy answer. Um, it's, it's getting into the right room. Uh, said, said differently, um, getting in the right environment around the right people. I mean, it is 1000% the game changer. Uh, everything will, will change when you do that. And I'll get a little more specific for you. I started with a really great family owned Century 21 company. I'm still friends with the family today. I absolutely, you know, I look to them as that's where I got my start and I love them, right? I only was able to grow 
so much in that environment though. And I knew if I wanted to take my business to, to, to heights that I can't even imagine, then I'm going to have to get into different rooms where people are thinking differently, where people are thinking bigger. What I found was, is that I wanted whatever success was. And I don't even think back then I defined it really that well. I wanted it, but I didn't know what it was. And when I did, when I would think about it, looking back, it's easy for me to say I was thinking very, very small. Even though I had a lot of ambition, I was still not thinking big enough. And I, you know, I think that a lot of people might be in the same boat where they're ambitious, they want success, whatever that means to them. And they're out there seeking a better way of growing, earning more income, which, which for me, it was all about freedom. I did not want to work weekends, which in, in our business, a lot, of, a lot of people, they work every single weekend. They don't right. have a choice. And my, my idea of success was I wanted to be able to work Monday through Friday, or maybe even better yet, it became Monday through Thursday. I wanted Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays off to spend at the lake with my family or at the boat with my family. And I wanted to be able to disconnect that. And to me, that meant freedom. And so I had to get into another room. I had to get into different rooms to be able to be surrounded by people who, who made me think bigger, who sucked me up to their level. And I did that in 2010 when I met Michael Reese and Jay Kinder, they, they really expanded my mind to bigger possibilities. They're both younger than me and they were way more successful than me. So they had my, they had my attention. They had bigger boats than me. And, and I could tell, you know, they were living a better, you know, we call it life by strategy than I was. And it wasn't like, I wasn't trying to compare myself to them, but I did know that this was the level of freedom that I want. This was the life by strategy I wanted to create. So get into a better room. If you look around you and your environment, your office that you're in, or it could be even like, you know, a community that you're constantly meeting with, with, you know, maybe your local board or whatever. If you feel like you might be the smartest one in that room or, or, or close to it, it's time to up your game, get out of your comfort zone, burn the boats and get into a bigger room. And, and you will find that you will start to grow exponentially uh, you'll be pushed out of your comfort zone. And I believe that you're going to start thinking bigger ultimately and, and, and see just levels of success that maybe you never even dreamed about. Yeah. I mean, I hear it some different times. Uh, if you're the smartest person in, your, in the room, you're in the wrong room, right? Amen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm asking a similar question. It might, it might be the same answer, but you said kind of looking back on where you started. Uh, so kind of looking back on where you started as a new agent, if you were beginning your real estate career now, what would you focus on? So if I was beginning my real estate, I'm do, doing a little, little content uh, recording. Here. <laughs> it, would be on, it would be on this right here, what I'm doing right now. I'm creating content. I'm putting it out there and I'm building my audience by adding deposits and value. So, you know, I would have, you know, in, in looking back, if I could, set the, the now I'm, I, I'm not regretful right now but you asked the sure. question like what would i do differently i would have focused on youtube the, the second that it came out um i would have learned as much as i could about how to put meaningful relevant content out to my audiences um if i was a brand new agent today i would literally be building 
a YouTube channel that focused on the community. I would be shooting videos that highlighted small businesses in that community. I would ultimately be positioning myself as not just the real estate expert, but the community champion of that particular community. I'd be highlighting events. I'd be putting posts up that, that, um, that were relevant to people's, uh, you know, the home values, what the market was doing in a particular zip code or multiple zip codes. So that when someone was doing a search, they were going to be finding my content over any other agent. And then here's the cool thing about, about, you know, shooting video with YouTube and whatnot is that there's not going to be a whole lot of competition because most agents, and I'm, I'm just going to use a rough guesstimate between 85 and 95% of agents are afraid to shoot video because they don't like the way they sound, look, uh, or they just don't know how, or maybe they just don't understand the premise behind it. But you're, so you're, instead of like, let's say in a particular market, there's 7,000 agents, right? Right. Instead of competing with the 7,000 agents, you might be competing with seven on YouTube in a particular market or less sometimes. Right. And so I would say, you know, I would be focusing my, 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 my energy and time on building that. Here's the other thing about building your, your, uh, your brand via YouTube is that it's a, it's an asset that never goes away. It's literally an asset that stays there. Whereas if you run an ad in, there's a magazine called Mimi's that I used to run a lot of, um, advertising in it's a, it's a paper magazine that's delivered to spe specific zip codes that I was working. Right. That magazine, I literally just got one yesterday in the mail. It went in the garbage. <laughs> I looked through it for five, like less than probably 30 seconds. I just page through it, page through, page through it. If I see like a, a, an owner of a business in their advertising, I usually take a picture of it and send it to them and give them a high five. But I'd be like, I would be putting that money, time and effort, from running those ads into, into YouTube videos. Hmm. Makes sense. That, that, that's gold right there. Um, for those who, who might not know, how do you kind of spend your day right now or where, where does your time go on real estate stuff? Sure. Nope. I'm not in production any longer. I, I, you know, I, I coach lead recruit real estate agents and help them be successful and help them create a life by strategy. That's, that's just what I, that's my purpose right now. So my day, like for instance, we're, we're talking, this happens to be a Monday, you know, I get up, um, I, I get my boys off the school. They're still in high school right now. I mean, they pretty much get themselves off, but I get, I get up with them every morning. I try to spend every minute I can. Um, I'm a single dad, so to speak. So, you know, it's um, every minute counts and I get up, get my coffee going. Um, and, and then it, it changes up, but like, I will have a meet leadership meeting at 10, 10 a.m. every Monday with our leaders um, in our organization that are focused on agent attraction and recruiting and, and building out <clears throat> attraction systems. Uh, we do that for an hour. Then I, I have a huddle with our leadership team for Honey Badger Nation. We go over our priorities, where we're at, where we need to go. Um, any any initiatives, any any um, people that we that are that are in onboarding status that need more attention to get across the finish line. Um, and then the rest of the day I spend on doing stuff like this, I'll do three way calls. And then um, eventually I get to the gym. I usually get to the gym toward the end of the day. That's just typically how, how, how that works. But uh, sometimes I'll go midday. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my days, you know, and that's a typical day for me. That's awesome. 
what's uh what what's next for you is there any any projects or any uh goals in the next i don't know year three years five years that um you know you're kind of just beginning or starting on yeah i mean the next 24 months i'm going to be you know acquiring multifamily apartment buildings i've already started um you know the acquisition uh strategy and partnering with some people on on multifamily apartment um i i believe that um I'm going to be expanding that to some Airbnbs and single family homes um, and just really starting to build my, my real estate portfolio back up again. It kind of uh, got derailed a little bit in the last downturn. I was not prepared for it. The last time we had a shift in the market was 2007, 2008, 2009. Um, I got a little bit clobbered in, in that, in the, in the, during the, that little era of my real estate career. Um, not as much as other people. Um, so I'm not saying, and I, I saw some, there was blood in the streets. Let's just say that, you know, and I was not prepared financially for that big opportunity. And I say opportunity because when these shifts happen, you know, you, you, you don't want to turn a bland, blind eye to it. You want to prepare right. and, and really figure out like, okay, five years from, from now, after a, a real estate, let's say a shift happens, most people are looking backwards and saying, man, I wish I would have bought more then, you know, right. and that was me. That was me in 2010, 11, 12, when we were coming out of the, 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 the last the recession, slump, yeah. I was looking back and I, you know what I was doing? I was helping other investors buy boatloads and boatloads of homes and apartment buildings, pennies on the dollar. And I made them extremely wealthy. And me, I was working for tips. Now, we say for tips, I was getting commissions on those. Commission, right. Nothing wrong with that. But you asked me what, you know, what I have on the horizon is that I'm just going to be working smarter and preparing and, and just building my, my little empire in, in, um, and diversifying it, you know, through, through real estate. I'm a big believer in it, been, been part of an, you know, investment circles for my entire career. Um, and I'm still a believer there. So I'm focused there. And just for That's fun, awesome. yeah, we uh, we have a, a, a new venture coming up here. I'm flying to Nashville, Tennessee tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to give 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 it away just yet because we're not 100 <laughs> percent closed now. But Honey Badger Records might be uh, in the works here. Of, uh, that's um, cool. I mean, he Very was cool. Country music fan, so we're 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 looking at some other ventures that we're we're looking at as well. That's awesome. Well, going back to your real estate thing, you know, there's a saying it says that uh, you can get rich by selling it, but you get wealthy by owning it. You know, that's, that's um, very true. Very I think true, that man. the percentage of uh, realtors that own investment properties, I looked, NAR had a stat, uh, just 30 some percent, 37 percent, if I recall. So two thirds of agents um, are not investors or do not own an investment property yet. And I think, um, you know, we you can't miss the boat on that. So. Um, I know I'm gonna let you go real quick, but I have two quick questions. Uh, hopefully we can get to them. Um, what would you say is the most interesting question you've been asked? I know you've done a lot of interviews yourself. The most interesting question I've been asked. Yeah. Hmm. I would probably say, um, it has nothing to do with real estate. I think someone asked me one time, would you ever get married again? <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Uh, sure, I would. You know, um, absolutely. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's another 
cool lesson is that like, I think when we're young, there's certain things that we say to ourselves like, Oh man, I'm married now. Never get married again. Like, you know, for me, I was that person. And, um, but you know what? I I'm, I'm living my life right now. Um, in, in gratitude, I'm living my life to be able to add value to the people around me and expect that they're going to, you know, make add value to me. And, and, um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm about flowing through the last half of my years here, uh, and not grinding through them. And of course I'd love, you know, I, I have, I have a great, great companion right now and uh, her name's Courtney. And, um, and so we're not, we're not there yet, but you know, I'm absolutely open-minded to it. So that would probably be the, uh, the, the, the most out there question I think I've been asked on one of these. That's interesting. That's interesting. And then to close us off, uh, what would you say is your most important message? Uh, if there was one important message for you to give to other real estate professionals, what, what would it be? I would say build your own brand. Don't build, build your broker's brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, this leans into the whole, you know, whether it's a YouTube strategy, whether you want to go big with radio, whether you want to go, you know, however you want to build your business, make sure you're building it on the back of your name because the, I'm going to tell you this, the consumer does not care what brokerage you work for. I've been saying this for years. I have agents that be like, oh yeah, but like we have a big broker in town, Howard Hanna. They're a great company owned by a great family, the Hannas, but you know, their, their message to their agents is you need us. And the truth of it is, is they need them. It's the other way around. You know, EXP needs agents. Keller Williams needs their agents. Howard Hanna needs their agents. It's not the other way around. And, and the reason is, is because the, the seller or the buyer that you represent, they, they, they remember Mina, Pedros, that they, they don't remember what brokerage you're, they don't care. You know, it's, it's about, who controls the consumer's experience? It's always the agent. It's not the company. So I would say focus on your personal brand. And I'll end with this one. Jay-Z says, I'm not a businessman. I am the businessman. Business. Yeah. Yep. So that means you are the business. You're the brand. Without you, um, there, there is no you know, real estate business. So Awesome. Well, this has been great. This has been gold. Thanks, Al, so much. Really appreciate you. you. And um, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Safe travels. Oh, you got it, my friend. Appreciate you, Mina. Have a good one. Yeah, you take care. Bye-bye.